Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, and on this show, I speak with artists, healers, changemakers, and entrepreneurs about what fires them up and how they put their dreams into action. And today we have a guest who is going to demystify why you may be feeling lousy or why you may be feeling tired and you just can't put your finger on it. She is a functional nutritionist. Welcome, Sharon Holland. Thank you. It's a wonderful pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So first of all, I want you to define functional nutrition. So I had never heard of functional nutrition. I've heard of registered dietitians and regular nutritionists, but functional is really looking at how the whole body functions, all aspects of it, not just the food you eat, but how it all works together, even with your brain. So it's complete and holistic in its approach. Okay, so like what does that mean in terms of like real life? <laughs> like why would someone go to a functional nutritionist rather than just a dietitian? Uh, that's a great question. Thanks for asking that. It's so funny, like, what does that mean in real life? <laughs> because we're just, you know, we're conditioned to really look at just diet and nutrition and uh, as being healthy. And it's really more than that because you really need to look at all aspects of your body and truly even looking at your gut where it all starts. And sometimes just going to a dietitian or a nutritionist who isn't looking at the gut specifically and is focused on counting calories and low fat or high protein and specific ways of eating is missing a bigger picture of how it's all connected and how your gut is connected to your brain and the rest of your body. And it's even like your senses and your ability to have um, a relationship with your own self-care. It's like so many aspects of it. So we look at what's called like a dress system, which is diet, rest, exercise, um, sleep, relationships, supplements, everything to bring it into your lifestyle because we're all different. And it's not a cookie cutter solution. So it's a very holistic approach. That's interesting that you speak about gut health because it's, it's kind of trending right now, this whole idea of our gut. And what have we been missing in the past about our guts? <laughs> it's really amazing like when you don't know what you don't know. Um, and the gut, it, like there's so much science coming out that's really sh identifying how our gut, our microbiome, it's almost like its own little world that's separate from our brain and it communicates. So there's so many different, like trillions of bacteria, trillions of bacteria that live inside of us. And it's almost Do as though- Do we want those there? Th well, we want some. There's the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> and you want a good balance. But over time and over the years from stress and from the food we eat and from the air we breathe and the products we put on our skin, everything affects our gut. And so, like consider our gut like the um, the army, so you know you have the army that takes care the armed forces that takes care of the country, and within it you've got the navy, you've got the seals, you've got the pilots, you've got the ground forces, the ground troops. Our gut has the same thing. There's different types of little armies living within that communicate with each other, and what we didn't know was how it directly is correlated to the way that we think, the way that we feel the way that it can trigger autoimmune disease and our general sense of well-being. So while we've been focusing on diet and counting calories, we haven't really been looking at the root of it 
and doing specific types of testing to see where it all starts. Let's backtrack a little bit. Can you give an example of something that may happen in our, our gut that would affect our mood or our autoimmune system? Mm -hmm. So something that would affect our gut that uh, we're not aware of is, let's say over time when you were younger, you took a lot of antibiotics. And it was normal course to do that. And that's how we treated strep and ear infections. And our bodies were meant to heal over time. But what antibiotics will do is they kill the bad bacteria, but then they kill the good as well. So it gets a little imbalanced. And as we grow older, and again, all these other stressors start to enter, it creates what's called leaky gut on occasion. And what that means is like you have these villi that kind of um, protect our intestines, but they become permeable over time and they let in good and bad and they, they're not able to manage it. So first it starts with, you know, oh, I have a little stomach ache, you know, I might have constipation or diarrhea. And we associate initially with stomach issues. But other types of symptoms we may feel are a runny nose or a <clears throat> scratchy throat or, wow, you know, I'm just like feeling itchy. And we may associate the scratchy throat or the runny nose with allergies. And, oh, it's seasonal allergies. You know, it's springtime. There's pollen in the air. Not making a connection. Maybe it's something I ate. And that's my body telling me that there's something going on here. And the same thing with eczema, that it could be a reaction from within. And then those reactions can then lead to other types of triggers because it becomes a domino effect. So it can have an autoimmune trigger and we won't even know it and it can be so, there's wide and varied and that's why there's like millions of different autoimmune diseases that we're starting to wonder like, well, how did this all happen? And it didn't happen overnight, but the science is starting to show it and reveal that there is a direct connection now. That's fascinating because I had a lot of antibiotics as a child and I think by the time I was in my late 20s, I was told I probably had candida, which is a yeast infection, a yeast infection which is an overgrowth of bacteria that can happen from antibiotics. Mm -hmm. And most of my life I've been dealing with this. And several years ago, I did break out in kind of itchy, hive, eczema mm -hmm. kind of things. And it was really confusing to figure out what I could eat. I even stopped eating for seven days and just did water. Wow. Because I couldn't figure out what can I eat. Oh my God, how did you function with, um, with just water for I seven didn't days? do very much <laughs> those days oh my at God. all. And it was, it was strange because I was juicing to come back to food and mm -hmm. even that created eczema. And I thought, I, what is this? I can't eat anything. Yeah. But I found um, the GAPS diet, is mm -hmm. that something that you're familiar with? Mm -hmm. Which is broth and vegetables and, and chicken mostly is what I did. Mm -hmm. And I ate that like three times a day and that helped me get past it. Right, right. Well, that's a great way to, to start to, you know, take care of yourself is through bringing in, you know, di different types of broth and vegetables. Um, interestingly, with yeast, with candida, that's, that's almost like um, the tail end, you know, like, so because sometimes people will just treat that condition, but a lot of times what's happening is that there's something deeper going on that mm. we're not addressing, which is why so many people will get recurring 
um, in, you know, conditions, con recurring um, diagnoses of candida. And they can't understand, like, why is this happening? And until they really can do, like, a, a specific type of a gut test, a stool test, to see, like, oh, there might be a, a type of a parasite or opportunistic bacteria, some sort of dysbiosis, they'll never be able to really get rid of it. What's dysbiosis? <laughs> it's just, it's dysfunction in the gut. So when your body is not balanced, um, you know, it's kind of like the scale the, for the, the lawyers, you know, the, that um, graphic of the lawyer scales, it's, it, our body is meant to be balanced. And when it's not, and there's a little bit of dysfunction, that's the same thing as like dysbiosis of, you've got all these parasites possibly, or pathogens, or opportunistic bacteria that are just lurking and saying, you know, ooh, I'm gonna, I feel like having some sugar, so let me shoot out, you know, a little message and let's have some cravings and I want that ice cream or I want that donut. And uh, over time, yeah, it's going to feed into the candida because it's your gut talking to you and saying, ha, 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 I've taken over. <laughs> so it's the gut that wants the cookie. <laughs> it is. It is. And, you know, interestingly, um, like serotonin, our feel-good hormone, you know, it's made in the gut. And so if there's a lot of craziness going on, if there's a, a, a war going on there, you know, your body's not able to produce it properly. And then the vagus nerve that attaches our gut to our brain starts to misfire. And then we wonder, like, why am I so moody? And why am I, you know, I'm not saying that that's the only reason, but those are some considerations of how things are connected and how it's this, like, you know, web of, um, you know, this cause and effect and a domino uh, effect that happens within us. It's fascinating. So moodiness, what, I'm trying to think, what are the, the signs that we may look at that may be originating in the gut, moodiness, uh, inability to sleep well at night, uh -huh. uh, you know, not being able to produce uh, enough melatonin, which part penial, part, you know, gut. Um, just uh, in terms of, uh, you know, brain fog, that's a big one. You know, especially as entrepreneurs or uh, people who have jobs or, and not even, everybody, three o'clock hits. Oh, I'm tired. And it's like, oh, well, that's okay. Everybody's tired. I expect to be tired. I'm getting older. This is normal. So we start to believe that this is how we should be feeling, and it's not. But we don't question it because it's just been kind of ingrained in our brains, you know, over and over with all these media messages that we just believe it as our, our truth. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of throw our hands up. We go to our professional and they're like, yeah, you're getting older. Mm -hmm. You know, here, take this and take that. And so you don't say that to your clients. Why, why do your clients come to you? Like, how do they find you? Why do they decide I'm going to go to a functional nutritionist now? Because are they at the end of everything yes. they've tried? Yes. <laughs> really, that's what happens because even for me, like our first instinct is to want to go to my professional and say, you know, my, my, my joints are hurting. And this actually happened to me um, last year. I was like, you know what? I, I was really feeling achy. I'm like, all right, let me just go and see what's going on. And from there, it was like, you know, you go to one practitioner who's like, you know what? I think you need to go to the specialist who then says, I think you need to get an MRI. And you fall into this e easy cycle of looking at the pieces as opposed to saying, 
wait a minute, is there something else that's happening? And so women, you know, especially as we reach 40, they're just tired of hearing that. They're tired of, you know, being told that it's in their heads. And I've had many clients who've said that, you know, that's what they've been told. That, you know, yeah, you have IBS, deal with it. IBS is? Irritable bowel syndrome. Okay. The gas, the constipation, the bloating. Mm -hmm. And they're told, you know, go take an over-the-counter medicine. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, just, that's okay. It's normal. You know, just, again, deal with it. You know, you're tired? Yeah, you know what? You're stressed out and you have a job and you have the kids and you have, you know, whatever it is that's in somebody's life. And they just know something's missing, but they don't know what it is. So when they come to me, many, most of the time first, it's a conversation. Because you want to know where they're at, what they've tried, what hasn't worked, how long have they been feeling this way, and why is this so important to them? You know, it's, uh, are you concerned that you're going to turn into, you know, your mother, father, grandmother who has been diagnosed with something, or you're not going to be able to run around with your kids or your grandchildren, whatever it is, they're just knowing that something is wrong and they want to get to the bottom of it, but they're so confused from all those mixed messages and they don't know who to turn to. Mm -hmm. And that's when I start working with them and uh, do a gut test. That's where I start. So you start with the testing. Yeah. I start with, because I- The conversation and then the testing. You're right. Because it's, my, my thing is like, let's stop guessing and start testing because we're all different. And we've all, I'm like, I've been on diet since I'm 12 years old, <laughs> you know, and they never worked. And that's how we're conditioned to, oh, you know, here, let's try the keto, let's try the paleo, let's try, you know, the gaps, let's just try all these different types, but everybody's different. So we get frustrated when we wonder, why is this working for me? What's wrong with me? And then it starts to mess with our, you know, ability to feel good about ourselves. So by doing the testing first, and then seeing, mapping out what's going on, seeing if there's any parasites, H. pylori, any pathogens, the yeast, um, if there's inflammation, uh, you know, just all these little triggers. Then with that, coupled with your history, coupled with how you're feeling and your symptoms and what you're eating, really looking at your lifestyle, coming up with a plan that works for you, and if necessary, putting you on a protocol of botanicals to help you heal here so that you can heal everything else and connect to you, to your soul, because we get so disconnected in our lives. And sometimes it's just like you and I were saying before, that awareness. It's like taking time to close your eyes and just do a body scan of what am I feeling? Taking that deep breath in and what am I feeling in my fingers and my toes and where's my breath going? And connecting and also writing, which is so important, pen to paper. And I get so many eye rolls from that. <laughs> really, I have to write this down? <laughs> but that too, that's what helps you to put the pieces of the puzzle together so that you have the tools so that you know moving forward what works. So I can feel your passion here. <laughs> Where does it all come from? What's your story? Ah, my story. Um, my story is that I, I was living on a treadmill, for sure, like a hamster wheel, and I was in banking and finance, you know, the marriage, the kids, the house, just doing what I was told to do. 
um, and suffering from many types of conditions. I had um, a pituitary, I have a pituitary adenoma, which is a benign brain tumor in my pituitary glands. And I was taking medicine for that. I had um, migraines that I was taking imitric shots for. I was constantly getting sinus infections and strep throat infections, so I was on antibiotics. I had eczema. I had IBS. I was anemic. And I thought it was normal because I was busy compartmentalizing everything, as we all do, right? Especially as women, we take care of ourselves last. It's always about everybody else. So I didn't really even think about that. And about 12 years ago, my, um, so I have three young adults. My oldest is uh, 27, and then I have boy-girl twins who are 23. And my son, twin, Zach, was diagnosed with Crohn's about 12 years ago which is part of irritable bowel disease, which is an autoimmune disease. I'd never heard of it. I didn't know what autoimmune disease was. He also had ulcerative colitis and ileitis, and all he heard was disease. And he's sitting there going like this, and his body's tensing up, and he's like, I could see his face like, like a balloon, like he was gonna pop. And the doctor had like no bedside manner. Put this in, take this medication, and you know, he'll be fine. And I said, what about food? Because you're talking about the gut. Should I change his diet? Don't worry about his diet. Just, you know, put him on the medicine. And you know, it's like, you don't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. So I was like, all right, let me just do what she says. Within a week, he started complaining to me, like crying, that he was getting worse. Mm. And he insisted that it was the medicine. So I called up the doctor and she said, it's the disease, it's not the medicine. Give it some time. And he like, you know, you know kids, they, they just, they're full of life and energy and they don't, they don't wanna hear no, right? They're just like, I'm, you're not listening to me? And he was literally throwing a fit. Like he would not stop until I listened. And I got to this point thinking, why aren't I listening to him? He's, he's listening to his gut. He was listening to his body, and I was so busy doing everything else and listening to the doctor. And I was, so I spoke to the doctor, and I said, we're taking him off the medicine. And she didn't want to, and I just put my foot down. Thank God, because he was right. It was the medicine that was making him worse, and I kind of, I'm so thankful that I listened to him. But a couple of things happened, because my first thought was, oh my God, what if I hadn't? Where, where would this lead? And then my second thought was, what do I need to know? And then it was like, Dr. Google, you know, click, click, click. And then like five hours later, 100 tabs open. I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm so confused. How am I supposed to help my son? And uh, my sister, who's a doctor, I was talking to her. I said, I think I need to go to grad school. I think I need to get a master's in clinical nutrition. I need to understand what's going on. And she was so excited. And I'm thinking, what did I just say? <laughs> At this point, my kids were in high school, I was going through a divorce, and I'm thinking, what am I doing here? But I really went and did this for him. And as I dis you know, discovered and learned so much about the body, I, and helped, first we started with just changing food, changing lifestyle, slowing down. We were just like, everything was a rush, 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 right? And just learning to connect, started to notice that he was starting to develop taste buds for salad and greens that he'd never, everything with him was white. Everything, he had like no taste buds. So white, 
white bread, potatoes, pasta, milk. mac and cheese, mm -hmm. like all, milk, everything white. I couldn't sneak anything green, anything. And so slowly he started to incorporate that and we all did. We changed the way we ate. We just changed so much. And then when I graduated, I learned about functional nutrition and got certified as a nutrition, the functional nutritionist because I realized that there was so much more with the testing that went even deeper. Now at this point, my son's in high school. He was on many medications in addition to the Crohn's. He had allergies. He had eczema. So he was on all these medications and I was able to lower the amount of medications to just one or two, increase the supplements, and he was a completely different person by high school, eating differently. And for me, I woke up one day and thought, wait a second, my stomach's fine. Like, I wasn't even paying attention to how it had changed my body. Mm -hmm. Everything, I had stopped everything. My body balanced out, and it was one of those, wait, how did I not know this? How can I help others? Mm -hmm. And it just organically turned into a business because I started to share it with friends and family, and I just thought, wow, you know, there's so much here to know. And at first it was like I was preaching and I was like, okay, wait, back off, <laughs> you know, because passion can become like so... You open. want everyone to know. I want what, everybody you know, to yeah. know. I was like getting on my soapbox, listen to me. And then I was like, wait a minute, I have to listen to you. And um, it just organically grew from that. And I, my world, 180 degrees different, went from owning a business with my former husband to just uh, doing what I can to help others and teaching and educating and workshops, I love it. So you do a lot of speaking because it's one of the ways you get the word, word out. Mm -hmm. How do you, so that's my field also, is helping people get comfortable speaking. Yeah. Was that hard for you to do? Oh my God. It was so painful because I was raised, I'm first generation American, and I was raised to be quiet, to not be heard, to not express who I am or my voice or anything, not to have an opinion. So the idea of like getting up and speaking with others, like I was the kid who was like shaking if I had to do an oral presentation. It took a lot of practice because I, now looking back, I realized like I had no confidence and who's gonna listen to me? And it just took a lot of practice working with coaches to really just help me overcome that. And, uh, just time, just time really. You know, I made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I'm sure I still do, because <laughs> it's just, we're evolving and we're growing and it's just natural and normal, but you realize when you're meant to help the right people, they'll be there. And if you're coming from a place of authenticity and you just truly care, it's how can you not just be present and realize it's, it's just about you? Mm -hmm and your life and making it better. Mm -hmm. So how has speaking, what has speaking done for your business? It's helped it tremendously because just by talking to people and they hear things that resonate with them. Like I'll say something, especially like the being tired or the doctors not saying, oh, it's all in your head. They're like, wow, you know, maybe I'm not crazy. So, you know, then they, they'll sign up and get my um, free guide and then they'll, you know, just be, get on my email list and we, we start talking. 
through email. And I always say to people, you know, hit, hit reply, ask me questions, and let's get on the phone and talk. And maybe we're at the right fit. If not, if I can direct you to what's right for you, then I've done my job. And it's just organically, literally word of mouth, organically grown. Mm -hmm. And how much have you done on video? Um, so <laughs> it's still a work in progress. <laughs> I've created a YouTube channel and I've done some videos. I try to do like short tidbits, you know, two or three minutes. Um, it's been an interesting journey. I'm not there yet, <laughs> but it's been fun because I, I just want to get as much information out and I figure that's kind of like the easiest way to do that is to create these videos, but um, I haven't done the Facebook Lives. I'm not sure that's my thing. Right. So it's, I, you know, I don't know. Well, Just... I have to say I was on your YouTube channel today, <laughs> and I found this great recipe that has two ingredients for chocolate pudding. Mm. And as we speak, my husband's at home, and he was making it, so when I came home, I would get to eat it. And so I recommend that people watching or listening go to your YouTube channel and find the the two-ingredient chocolate pudding recipe that you have. It is amazing. <laughs> it's really, yeah, and it, that's the thing too. It's like, it can be so simple and we just overcomplicate it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've gotten, uh, I've gotten a lot of uh, good feedback on that, although, like I told you earlier, I put too much chocolate in mine. <laughs> it was almost like a ganache, not a pudding. <laughs> well, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> Neither it's does my gut, my gut bacteria doesn't, right. don't exactly. have a problem. Exactly, it's chocolate. So I do want to ask you about that though. So here you have a recipe for chocolate pudding. How, is that better than other chocolate pudding that mm -hmm. we would eat and why? Uh, it is because, uh, first of all, fat is actually healthy for you, the, the right fats. And people think, oh, I can't have chocolate, but there's so many varieties of chocolate. And what they don't realize is that if you go for the dark chocolate, the higher the, the the percentage of dark chocolate, the less sugar. Mm. And it's actually, there's protein, there's fiber, there's magnesium. You actually have minerals in it, so it's actually good for you. Uh, I mean, some people can't because it might trigger migraines. So there's mm -hmm. certainly physiological, as well as migraines, could be connected to your gut, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, you know, because for me, it's like I'm not the food police. For me, it's about what can you bring in so that you can enjoy life. It's not about cheating, it's about, all right, I'm indulging, I'm having something that's like, I, that's good, and that feels like it's a, an indulgence, because I'm not gonna use that other word. <laughs> that's wonderful. Well, thank you, this is, that's a great place to end on with a little chocolate inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> How can people find you? They can go to my website, SharonHolland, with one L, dot com, sign up for my free guide to break free from cravings, diets, and deprivation, and you can connect with me, email me, and uh, be more than happy to have a conversation. Well, I've really enjoyed our conversation. I've <laughs> learned a lot. I have a lot to think about personally, so thank you so much for being thank on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Appreciate it. So thank you, our listener, for coming onto the show and being with us today. And if you have something that you want to get the word out about and you want a little more confidence in your speaking, I have a free download for you. It's a guided visualization for speaking confidence. And you can get that at lindaugalo.com forward slash speaking confidence. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to tune in to our next episode. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts. Music courtesy of Sheik Gamin. 
If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at www.lindayugalo.com forward slash TV.